Hey, it's Chris Mitchell. After 10 years with no dog, we got Walter. I bring him to work with me a couple days a week, but on the days when he's not here, he goes to Ridgeside Canine for puppy daycare. Walter absolutely loves it there, and I know he's in great hands. Clean, spacious, happy. We even see pictures on Facebook of what he's up to. I love that you can have him train your dog while your dog's with him. I can't recommend them enough. Ridgeside Canine Training Facility and Aquatic Center on Gateway Drive in Winchester. That's RidgesideK9Winchester.com. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys on the monorail. It's great to see things decorated for Halloween. It reminds me of the Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland. I've heard it's all about the candy. You know, I've been to Oogie Boogie Bash because I've seen pictures. And I've heard it's all about the characters and costume. Come on, guys. We all know it's all about the soup. Good soup. Welcome to episode 177 of the Diz His podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on the Oogie Boogie Bash. Right now we are recording live for our Groove Trip members. If you want to watch us live once a week, all you got to do is sign up for our Groove Trip. Just go to DizHis.com and you will find the link at the very top. As well as seeing our faces, you'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. We're actually going to be giving away two signed comic books today at the end today? of the show. Yeah, we're going to be giving away like, two. One today, from Alex today? and one from Jeff. Oh one from gosh. Alex. Javiak. We're signing stuff now? We did no, already. He where, where have you it. been? He signed We it. have been. No, no. Alex Javiak signed right. it. We didn't he sign it for Alex. Oh, maybe we think... should start autographing stuff. We should start autographing oh. stuff. Maybe we'll start that soon. Maybe we'll start that uh, well, tomorrow. You know what we'll do is we'll we'll write a little uh, napkin note and send it around, and then we'll mail it to Chris, and he'll sign it, and then he'll ship it out. Ah, like a little napkin note. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. And Chris is not here today. Why? Because he's stuck. He's stuck in a garage or something. <laughs> he's know. literally stuck in a garage. Literally. The good news is probably not hot, hot up in New Jersey. It's no, probably nice and cool. It's probably cold, so, but, but he's in his office. Yeah, so. yeah. Because it was like Florida, like middle summer. I mean, he would be in trouble. Um, yeah. But let's get back here, right? Not only with our Groove Troop, you get all access to all these cool things. You also get access to our Groove Troop chat. Wait, but more. And, uh, yeah, and our live shoes, this kind of messy, right? Uh, if it wasn't for Alex editing the show and me kind of going through it also, uh, it would be it would be a total mess. <laughs> if it wasn't for right? me editing and then Joe fixing my mistakes, it would be a <laughs> terrible mess. It would, yeah. So, I mean, it's a good thing we got two people kind of going over yeah. through the show and then editing the show. Check us out at DizHiz.com. And if you want to leave us a message or share a memory, you can give us a call at 707-842-0345. You could also send us an email on the interwebs at dizhishistory at gmail.com. Let us know of any, any, any ideas for future episodes, anything we might have got wrong on past episodes, or things we didn't actually talk about that we should have. You can also just send us your memories. We can share them on the podcast. Or you can just reach out and say, hey. And this is Chris with my man bun, and I'm stuck in a garage right now. But if you're interested in sponsoring the show, all you have to do is reach out to DizHis65Scott at Yahoo.com, where you can get into contact with, that's right, Scott, don't touch my man bun. Is that really what you think that Chris sounds like? Well, I guess we're going to find out at the when maybe, we, Alex, you can work some magic. and uh <laughs> cannot work any magic. <laughs> Get like a, a voice changer, and I, don't, I know. Okay, but today we are going to be giving the history on Oogie Boogie Bash. I've never been. I've never even been to California. Alex, have you have you seen pictures? I know that's how you like to travel. Yeah, Alex, as I know you like to look at pictures <laughs> of places, uh-huh. yeah. right? Um, so you've been there then, obviously. Yeah, I, no, I've been to California. Uh, oh, you haven't? I've been to California. Uh, and uh, beautiful state, beautiful state. But I do, I have seen pictures and videos. You know, pictures, but they're alive. I've seen videos mm-hmm. of Oogie Boogie Bash. So I feel like I've been there. I feel like I've walked the streets of Disney California Adventure. And I've shook hands with Oogie Boogie himself. And, uh, you know, if you haven't watched the videos, I highly recommend going online and finding some videos. Because it is very interesting and fun to watch those videos. Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, is an afternoon Halloween-themed event hosted at Disney California Adventure. The original California Park After Hours Halloween event premiered in 2005, and after moving to Disneyland, the event came back to Disney California Adventure in 2019 and was re-themed as Oogie Boogie Bash. Jen, have you been there? 
I've not been to Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, I'm, it is on my probably, hmm, it's definitely in my top 10 Disney things that I want to do. Um, so hopefully in the next couple of years, I know we briefly talked about it doing like a crazy whirlwind weekend again, um, like we did back in May and just going out and doing it. But by that time it was already sold out. So we know it's popular. Well, Jen, I want to hear your, no, no, we should do is do like a top 10 show where we kind of talk about the things that we do want to do with Disney, because I would love to hear like what your top 10 things that you want to do. I was going to say that. I was like, please put that list together and let's share it one day. We should all do that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be fun. Alex, um, in the history, Mm -hmm. do we talk about why there was such like a big, uh, gap between, um, we, well, the 2005 to 2018, there wasn't that much of a gap. But there was a large gap, and we do talk about it a little bit. Okay. If I'm feeling antsy and there's nothing much to do, I might just cook a special batch of snake and spider stew. And don't you know the one thing that would make it work so nice? A roly-poly Santa Claus to add a little spice. Whoa. Let's get to the his on the Oogie Boogie Bash. I'm the Oogie Boogie Man. The beginning of the holiday-themed night events at Disney Park started in Disney World. In the 70s, Floridians were not attending the parks as regularly as Disney would have hoped for. In 1983, they premiered their Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which was after hours with an exclusive fireworks show, parade, shows, and meet and greets. When Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party debuted, it was a one-night event, but it was so popular that Disney quickly extended it to two nights and then three nights by 1990. In the early 90s, Disney decided to expand their after-hours party to other holidays, which would produce Flower and Garden Festival, Mardi Gras Celebration, and Holiday Around the World. In 1995, Disney premiered Mickey's Not-So-Scary Holiday Party, which mimicked Mickey's Christmas Party blueprint. Mickey's Not-So-Scary quickly became a huge success, and with anything that Disney produces that makes money, they decided to do it at other parks. Disneyland premiered Mickey's Halloween Treat in 1995 with trick-or-treat locations, specialty merchandise, hoot location, a kid's costume cavalcade, and special meet and greets. The event would only be held in 1996 and then discontinued due to the low attendance. In 2005, Disney California Adventure decided to attempt their hand at a Halloween event, now offering a family-friendly option to the other nearby California Halloween events like Halloween Horror Nights, Knott's Scary Farm, and Six Flags Fright Fest. The event was renamed Mickey's Halloween Party and ran from 2005 to 2007. So, two things. Number one, thinking about Southern California, I feel like not scary farm is like the big thing, kind of like our Halloween Horror Nights. Now, I know that mm-hmm. they have Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Hollywood. I'm, I'm sure they do. Um, but I feel like, you know, especially whenever my husband, who is a Southern California native, would talk about like Halloween stuff, it was always it was not scary farm. So that was like the standard, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right. Was, was that also, before uh, Universal did it? Like, do you know uh, if they did it that's first? That's a good question, and I don't know the answer to it. All right, let's give the history on it. <laughs> but the other thing that I want to know is, what was a hoot location? I don't. You know what? I don't know, and I didn't do any research on it because I couldn't find too much, and I never Googled hoot location, and I really well, should have. I'm going to take care of that right now. I don't see anything about a hoot location in Neither my Neither do I. Book. Yeah. So what the heck is it? I don't know. It was it was in multiple places. So I had to Did add Chris it. write this history? No. <laughs> hoot. It was a hoot location. Maybe it's where they had owls. Or just fun fun for all to have. Um, yeah. Now, did you guys know that the first time they were over at Disney in California was 1995? Like, I did not. Yeah. And then it failed. Failed over That's, there. It's kind of interesting that they brought it back after it failed. You know, I feel like Disney usually after something fails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they usually don't br- usually don't bring it back. Right. They're kind of like done with it, right? But they had um, all I'm, those other things that were succeeding around them, and mm-hmm. Disney World was still succeeding. So they're like, yeah. well, it's not the idea, and things around us are succeeding. So why can't we do it? I think that there was a learning curve as far as like um, identifying that different things work differently on different coasts, right? Because of your clientele. So 
I will say this, whatever they've figured out, whatever they're using for, you know, media or to promote, uh, not so scary and Oogie Boogie Bash, it's working this year because both of the events are completely sold out on both coasts for yep. the duration and have been for the entirety of October. So whatever they've figured out is working now. Mickey's Halloween party followed the exact blueprint as Mickey's Halloween treat and even encouraged all guests to dress up for the event. In 2006, Halloween Time Park overlay began at both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, which offered the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion overlay. Halloween inspired decor throughout the parks, a Dea de los Muertos celebration in Frontierland, and Ghost Galaxy Space Mountain overlay. In 2008, the event changed its name to Mickey's Trick or Treat Party in order to reduce it from being confused with Disney World's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. In 2010, due to construction at Disney California Adventure, the Halloween-themed after-hour party was moved to Disneyland and renamed Mickey's Halloween Party. The event added an exclusive fireworks show named Halloween Screams. In April 2019, Disney announced that the next Halloween party would be moved back to Disney California Adventure, making 2018 the last year that Mickey's Halloween Party was at Disneyland. Disney later revealed that the event would again change names, now being named Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween Party. Oogie Boogie Bash features the frightfully fun parade, which was brought over from Disneyland. The parade can be seen twice per night. It usually starts at around 8 p.m. and then again at 10 p.m. It starts with a headless horseman riding out through the parade path. The parade features appearances from a whole bunch of characters and dancers with themed floats. So I've heard that the um, parade over here at Magic Kingdom in Florida is definitely a lot better. Overall, the Halloween event in Florida is better than Oogie Boogie Bash. Oh, really? really? I mean, You've heard that? That's what I've heard, yeah. Oh. Overall from people. Yeah. I thought Oogie Boogie ba Bash wasn't as big as the Halloween event over here. Hmm. I think I might have even heard it like on like watching like um, vloggers, you know, it's just a little bit different. Uh, I don't think it is as big. Uh, I think I heard some people kind of complaining that they, like, you know, when you if you're like a candy eater, like you get a bunch of candy mm -hmm. at the Halloween event here in Florida. I mean, they just sit there and just give you like this handful of um, candy. Uh, you don't get that over there, I don't think. Listen, if you're doing one of these parties for candy, that's a very poor use of funds. <laughs> considering the cost of so much ticket. candy at Walmart. <laughs> well, no, well, I mean, but you don't you get some good candy there, man. At the one over upwards, here, upwards of hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. So for a family you of can, four, you're spending six hundred dollars to get candy. Joe, you can go back as much as you want. You get like a limited amount of candy. You're not going to get six hundred dollars of candy. Would you like to make a bet? <laughs> you're gonna wait so for your family hey, that'd be a three, good thing to try gonna, out you're gonna walk out of not so scary over here with 450 dollars worth of candy well hold on one second okay so how much is it for one ticket um anywhere let's just say 120 average i bet you i can get 100 i think it was like 100 120 i, I bet you i can get you i can get you i can get 120 dollars um worth of candy in the chat of we're saying 200 dollars. so joe i would love for you to go <laughs> go there and just try to get as much candy as possible, and then we'll weigh it, and we'll put like a a price per pound on how much the candy costs, and then see if we can make, walk away two hundred dollars worth of candy. I bet you I could, but then that's I all. Go, you would, you're wasting your night. He's proving a point, and it's it's worth it. Now I mean, that is when, classic, Joe. Well, hold on one <laughs> sec. I know it is. Um, but what I can do is like on my way to to go ahead and like uh you know to get the candy. I can watch the parade. Yeah. If I see if I see a ride and that ride's like a minute, like it doesn't have a very long wait, I can hop on a ride. Now right? that's that's the difference with Oogie Boogie Bash is the candy lines go through areas that have the characters hanging out talking to the crowds. So that's the difference there. They have better characters. Yes, they do. At Oogie Boogie Bash. They 100%. do have better characters. And hundred percent. Why do you think that's the case? It's the same reason that there's cars, you know, cars land over there and not here. It's, you know, to help to spur on travel to go to the different areas. At Oogie Boogie Bash, you can, of course, find many fun characters dressed up for Halloween, as well as villains throughout the whole park. Like all the other Halloween parties before, there are trick-or-treat trails that are themed around Disney villains like Maleficent, Oogie Boogie, the Evil Queen, and many more. Mickey's Trick-or-Treat is a stage show at the Disney Theater in Hollywood Land that features Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and their friend, Parker. Parker brews up some bats, spiders, ghosts, and more. Another young child-friendly event is the Descend Dance Party at the Hollywood Backlot Stage. An event that is specifically for more mature crowds is at Avengers Campus with an adventure to rescue Groot, as well as Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, 
which gets a special overlay to become Guardians of Galaxy Monsters After Dark. At Paradise Bay, there is the World of Color show named Villainous, which features a marvelous display of lights, lasers, projections, and special effects. Over in Cars Land, the area is completely transformed with the hall Oween makeover. Mater's Junkyard Jamboree is changed to Mater's Graveyard Jamboree, and Luigi's Rollickin' Roasters turns into Luigi's Honkin' Halloween. Oogie Boogie Bash was a great success during its debut year, but unfortunately in 2020, due to the COVID pandemic, the theme park was closed down in March through the end of 2020 year, canceling the Halloween party. Those are the specific reasons I want to go so bad. I want to see Cars Land mm-hmm, yeah. completely redecorated for Halloween. Mm-hmm. All of those things that you just mentioned, it justifies to me the price of admission and the airfare over. Yeah. Now, Joe mentioned earlier, he was like, uh, he was like, you know, when do they stop having the event? And they never stopped having the event from 05. They continued having it. They just moved it to Disneyland and then back in Disney, California. But mm-hmm. like Joe, I never heard of the Halloween event at Disneyland or Disney California. I always heard of the event here in Disney World. Maybe because we live here, so we hear about this stuff here. But mm-hmm. even though I knew about the one here in, Land- in Land- Orlando, I never really heard about the one in California until Oogie Boogie Bash came and then became like the hottest thing. Right. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Because, I mean, we've been participating in Not So Scary over here for probably, I don't know, 15 or 16 years with our kids. and. It never even crossed my mind to think about what they were doing over there until Oogie Boogie Bash. But that's, again, that, you know, doing different things so that they can set those parks apart so that you have more of a desire to do that, make that trip. You know what I mean? Spend that extra money to go or add that on. Luigi's Rockin' what, what, roll, what Rollickin' Rollickin Roaster. Rollickin' Roaster turns into Luigi's Honkin' Halloween. Uh, I didn't know they had ownership of um, Nintendo. Yeah, you know what? When I was doing the history, <laughs> I read it and I was like, Luigi's? What? But then I remembered, yeah, there's a little Luigi character. In, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cars. Cars. I, and, like and, Jen said, I would like to see Cars Land all done up. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll definitely go one day uh, to go check that out. I definitely want to go see it all done up also. Um, you know, and it's it's just we're obviously going to have to make like more than one trip because we've kind of talked about this before on the show. Like, I want to see it without all the stuff, but then I also want to see it with all the stuff, yeah. right? Just so I can make a comparisons. Um, I want to see all the overlays. Uh, I just wish they would do more overlays over here. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a lot. I think I think they might. I think they will. You know, eventually, especially because right now they don't need to. Like, just like Jen said earlier, that the parks are full doesn't matter when it is you know at one point before covid it was kind of like you could go to disney and you can have like an off day where it was like oh you can go on it was like no waits on anything and that park was empty it's not really like that anymore Mm -hmm. uh so i can see that eventually you know when this is all kind of when the hype of disney kind of goes away uh maybe we'll start seeing you know overlays here at disney world um but who knows yeah, I don't think we'll see overlays, but I would like them to expand on Cars World in uh, Hollywood Studios that they kind of started doing a little bit of. Uh, our Cars Land that they kind of started building. They have the few, that one Where? car. Where? Hollywood Studios past the Rock and Roller Coaster. They have that one Cars uh, attraction, and they have a few cars sitting in the Here? front. Yes. Hollywood oh, Studios. yeah, yeah. Okay. I would That's like them to expand track. more in that and then mm-hmm. have our own little Cars area. And then do Why, it. man? Cars is done. They ain't gonna make another Cars. Oh, Cars is not done. It is. It's and when you it hasn't even there, started, Joe. It hasn't even started. When you walk down that main street in Cars Land and you see the amount of detail that went into that theming, it doesn't matter that those movies are that old. It, you're just completely swept into it. Cars is Pixar, right? Yes. So you're telling me that. That Cars is the Avatar of Pixar. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Because no. Avatar, because in about like you know, uh, in, in like this year, I mean, we're about to get bombarded with Avatar. Are like, we? There's though? like what, eight movies coming out in like two years or something like that. Like, every week, there's no. new Avatar movies. Is that, that going to happen in Cars? Like we're just waiting for Cars. Like these are Cars three. Is there a Cars three right now? There already is a Cars. There's three. been three Cars yeah, yeah. movies. So it's gonna be like a Cars four, five, and six coming out in the next like five years or something. I hope so. No, whatever. Cars is great. What, what's hap- what happened in the last Cars movie? You know, they drove around. 
Ciao. Ciao. They just did new um, Mater shorts. Yeah, they did. They did do. They did do not just Mater. Yes. Not just Mater. It's Mater and Lightning McQueen. Yes. They're traveling the country and they're really cute. When? Back in like 2016? No, it just came out. Maybe July, I think. Possibly. (laughs) Galaxy Mission Breakout, the uh, Monsters After Dark, that alone is a reason to go there. That alone, I think. Oh, completely. You know? Like I've seen a video on it, so I've like I've been there, but I think going there might be a little just a little tad better. Do you think they should do an overlay for the Garland Galaxy right over here? Well, they're doing a Christmas. Well, not an overlay, but they're putting a Christmas song in it. They are. Are they really? Yeah. A Christmas song, like Jingle Bells or something. You know what it is? I don't know what it is yet, but I just oh, know man. they are putting a Christmas I hope it's, song in there. I hope it's um the reindeer or donkey, whatever it's called. Dominic I, I, the donkey. Oh man, that'd be so awesome. I might. I would definitely write it again. You're full of. That's a good song, man. <laughs> hey, don't don't get on his Italian culture. I know, I'm not man. getting on his Italian culture. It's I'm Italian calling him out. Christmas That's donkey. Bull. That's bull. He wouldn't write it again for that song. I'll write it again for you, Jen. If you ever ask him to go to Disney again. We'll see about that. I know. Hey, you talked about last week. First off, let me talk about a couple of things from last week. Okay. Is <laughs> you know, that, um, you know it's Alex not good said, Joe goes, oh, here first we go. Off. <laughs> okay. So Alex goes, have a magical life. Yeah, that's right. Did you mean to say that? Yep. <laughs> it was discussed among the group, and they decided that I should was say really? Magical Life. Is that how we're going to start doing saying the no. end of the show now? No, not you. Only you? That's only yours? That's my sign-off. I have a magical week. I feel like I need to say something better than life. Like, have a magical... You can't top life. That's why I said it. You can't top life. Oops. <laughs> have a magical, like, uh, um, eternity. Existence? Have a magical eternity. Because I know after life, who knows what happens? You can go, <laughs> have like, turn a magical to afterlife. Matter, like you know, you can. I don't know. So I have Ooh, a magical have a, ma- have a magical legacy. That's pretty good. Oh, I have a magical legacy. That's a good one. Okay. Oh my god. And then also, uh, there's something else that happened. Oh gosh, man, Jen, you talked about our trip. You even mentioned I was there with you at the pool. That was fun with your family. Oh, I. <laughs> are you sure I didn't mention you? Because I'm pretty sure no, I did. No, you did if not. Alex cut it. That's he not probably- my fault. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure I mentioned. I don't think you mentioned you. I was there with you. But hey, I know this is what. No, we. I don't want to talk. I want to talk about this now because we're on the topic. First off, right, the boma soup. There's boma soup there, right? And it's like, uh, what, what kind of soup is that, Jen? Like, um, it's um, butternut squash. Soup? Butternut squash. Yeah. Yeah. You might think butternut squash. That sounds gross. It's like I do think icing. that. It's like dessert, right? It is dessert soup. That's pretty. It tastes like the sugar. Pretty much what it is. This is like what they do is they take butternut squash. They put like eight pounds of sugar in it. You can get it at Mar- the Mara, the restaurant that's not at Boma. You can get that soup at that little, the quick service there. Oh, the and it's service? delicious. And it's cheap. Really? It's like four bucks. You can get like a little uh, thing of soup. It's so good. Oh. Uh, so I'm going there in December. I'm going to order like five of them and go into a diabetic coma. Nice. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that was a fun little surprise that, uh, that I figured out. Uh, but I guess we'll talk more about what I did in the world of Disney when we get to the segment. What when, you guys were saying, I was quiet. <laughs> like a good segment, idea. So I figured I'd open my mouth a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, we asked. <laughs> in early 2021, Disney announced that Oogie Boogie Bash will be coming back for the fall season, with the event starting on September 9th and running till October 31st, 2021. It was also announced that the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail will be transformed into Villains Grove, a variety of wicked scenes. The scenes are Froyo's Sanctuary, Scar's Elephant Graveyard, Queen of the Hearts Garden, Dr. Facilier's Friends on the Other Side, The Wicked Queen's Lightning Forest, and Maleficent's Will. Oogie Boogie is one of the only events where you can spot characters like Goofy and Mickey donning their wardrobe from Kingdom Hearts, or Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle dressed up as the Sanderson Sisters. In 2022, Encanto's Bruno premiered as one of the new surprise characters. Other surprise characters were Remy and Emile, hanging out by Pixar Pier, and the premiere of Ernesto de la Cruz. The 24-night event starts at 6 p.m. and runs till 11 p.m., but guests can enter the park at 3 p.m. The tickets for the event range from day to day, but vary from $130 to $180. Now, I will say this. The, the cost of tickets just for these after-hours events mm-hmm. has, has doubled. Yeah. Some, even more so in the past seven or eight years. Yeah. 
because it used to be that you could buy that ticket into not so scary for maybe 50. I think Christmas was 60 and now it's almost more than a day ticket for a shorter amount of time, but yet people are doing it because they're sold out every night. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And it's unfortunate for someone like me who doesn't like spending money because I don't know if we'll ever go again. We went there once. We have to go again. We have to go again because we have to bring our son there once. But we went there with our, my daughter and my wife and I, and it was fun. But I I don't know how I can spend that money unless we're – but also because we're going to the parks, it was fine because we, we had a pass. So we could go there, hang out at the parks, and then stay there through the night because we had the – we bought the tickets for the after party. But if we're going there just for the after party, it's so late, and I don't know. It's so expensive nowadays. Well, you you think about like for us, you know, as a family, yeah, we would still like to go even though my kids are older. But when you start adding up that price and, you know, making it one, you know, at, at even at $180 a night for four of us for tickets and then you start adding food mm-hmm. and everything else, you know, it's almost a $1000 night to do something that, you know, we've just for what nostalgia's sake. So unfortunately we've had to back away from it just because of the costs associated with it. Yeah. But that being said, because Oogie Boogie Bash is different and also, you know, have being that we'd have to travel to get there and that's not, you know, our normal parks. Do I think that we'll try that one once? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. Maybe it's different, but then you have to add in the cost to get there as well. But you know, that's part of uh, going to a park in a different area of the United States. It's going to cost a little extra money. Uh, go back to Oogie Boogie Bash, uh, the Redwood Creek Challenge, how it turns into Villains Grove. I think that was a great addition they did to Oogie mm-hmm. Boogie Bash. Um, I've seen the video of the Grove, and it is awesome. Like we were saying earlier, how they have the candy trails lead you through the different areas. I like how they theme the areas after the characters. Like, for Magic Kingdom, they don't have the areas really themed by the characters. They have the characters placed in certain areas that is themed to them, but they don't go all out and theme the area to that character. Yeah, no, the way that they made that sound was, it sounds really, really cool. Just like another experience to, you know, that's unique to that park. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really highly doubt that... Um, I really would doubt if Mickey's Not So Scary would ever copy anything from Oogie Boogie Bash. Do you think they'd ever take everything from there over to here, like the themed areas or the characters hanging out, talking to people in line, waiting for candy? The, um, well, some of the characters talk. The, I'm thinking like, okay, so there's, but they're not like a, it's not like a well-known character. Example is outside of the Haunted Mansion last time we were there, um, the, the lady of the house was sitting on the bench and she was, you know, talking to everybody as we were going by waiting in line, but she wasn't like a a well-known character. She was just like an add on Mm -hmm. that was interacting with, you know, guests as they were walking through, you know, the dry ice fog and everything else to get to the haunted mansion. So, um, but you know, I mean, if that's something that's going to be unique to that park, you know, that interaction and everything like that, I can't imagine they'd bring it over just because, again, unique experiences. I guess. Who do you think's making these decisions? The the executives? Yeah, they're different executives like over there and over here, right? Because I, I feel like they're missing out like on a – I just don't understand why they're not bringing it here. Because like, they want us to go there. Here? But we would still go there. It doesn't even make a difference. I'm not People going still there. Go there. We would still go there. We would still go there because we are Disney people. We, we have but, a Disney podcast. We're not the normal Disney people. Right. But you have you have people who wouldn't necessarily go there. But then when they see these unique experiences, they may go there. Yeah. Or yeah, people true. that are local to that area who are not really interested in going until they see those you know experiences example ernesto de la cruz you know coco's such a a big movie and you have you know a really large hispanic population so maybe that spurs you to go and see all of their dia de los muertos activities and and you know displays and i know one of the things that we saw that was really cool was um, in Cars Land, they have an ofrenda that is, um, and that is so cool. Like mm. that in itself makes us go, oh, we really want to go and see who, that. But that's who was on the ofrenda? Saw... 
Uh, Doc. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, but as you know, the family that celebrates uh, Dia de los Muertos, that's something that we would like to go and see and do all of those things. Do you celebrate it? Of course we do. Have you see our friend every year? It's in the living room. Maybe it don't, it's only up for three days, though. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I've never. <laughs> you have, we have celebrated since Alan's mom died. Okay. Well, I've never heard you guys celebrate. That's all. Like, I had no idea. Well, we don't announce everything to you, do we, Joe? So, not late, lately. You know, you don't announce when you guys are going to Disney without me. <laughs> Now we're celebrating. Now we're celebrating, celebrating holidays affiliated with me? my husband's, you know, heritage. I said, no, I thought usually you let me know things. <laughs> usually you yeah, let I'm going to call you. you I'm going to call you, Joe. On you call me about other weird things, Joe. On the evening of sometimes October you thirtieth, you... we're putting together our ofrenda. And so if you want to come and see it and pay tribute to everybody on it, you can come. How many people you got on it? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. There's people, there's animals, there's... Will you put me on that's... if I die before you? Or are you going to forget to put me on that, too? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to quick fire. Oh, <laughs> quick fire, quick check. Let's go! D23 members have an opportunity to attend a special member-exclusive night. The tickets cost $179 per person. There was an all-villain show named Golden Screams that was at the Golden Dream Theater until it was closed in 2007 when the showroom was changed to the Little Mermaid's Ariel's Underwater Adventure Dark Ride. Of course, they picked Oogie Boogie as the host for the new event. He has been the focal point for the park's entrance since 2017. Magic key holders can purchase pre-sale tickets ahead of the general public. We here at Dishes think Oogie Boogie Bash is an amazing event. Most of us has been to Mickey's Not So Scary. and know Oogie Boogie Bash is on the next level. We cannot wait for all of us to attend it one day. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord, which is fantastic, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist, and overall just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on the top, there is a link. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to weebygeeksbc.com. That's weebygeeksbc.com and listen to all the other awesome podcasts as well as Diz Hiz. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Fan Piper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. 
Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. This is this is review. Review. Okay, guys, so D plus this week is going to be Avengers Infinity War. What do you guys think about this movie? I think this was, I think this might be, you think this is the best Avengers movie? It's up there because it's, it's like the beginning of the final two, right? So it's like, it's like the buildup of the, uh, mm-hmm. the big release that is the climax of the whole entire series that is Avengers series. Mm-hmm. And there's a big battle scene in this one, right? So, um, mm-hmm. Uh, what do you what do you think of it, Jen? This is definitely one of those movies that you know when the end credits roll, you're just kind of sitting there going, "What the heck just happened?" Yes, it mm-hmm. definitely. This definitely would if you were deep deep in Marvel during that time and deep into the movies, you definitely probably left the theater possibly crying. Not me because I don't have emotions, but other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. <laughs> I feel like, though, if you're really deep into Marvel and you knew a lot about Marvel, then you would kind of know what, what to expect. Like, you knew this was going to happen. You knew right? no. something. You, you knew you part of so? it. I mean, you, you went in with, like, an excited anticipation, but the way that the movie ended, you just kind of sat there. Yeah, and, and so? Well, yes, because we did it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. like just kind of sat there and went what did i just watch and then oh my god i have to wait so long for the end yeah yeah, yeah that's that's the hardest part is waiting for the next one right yes that would be the mm-hmm. hardest part that that's w- always that's always the hardest part when when it comes to movies like the harry potter movies or you know lord of the rings like i, I remember watching the first lord of the rings i really had that feeling like i had no like so i kind of knew what to expect going into this avengers movie right i knew that there was like going to be another one that was going to be uh, kind of like wrapping up the Avengers story. Mm-hmm. But like going into like the first Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, like I had no idea. And I probably saw this movie with you, Jen, too, I think, like the Fellowship of, of the Ring. I had no idea what to expect. I had no idea about Lord of the Rings. And the movie ended and I sat there and I was like, um, so it's over? Like what's going on right, right now? I, I was confused. Like I had no idea what was going on. I didn't get that feeling with this though, but, but I understand like it was sad. It was like a sad ending and I felt like emotions and I was kind of like, what? what what's going on um but i knew i was expecting i knew what to expect i guess you can say Mm -hmm. yeah hey so joe what was your favorite part of this movie Mm, or a scene a memorable scene for you uh my favorite part of this movie would be um i mean thanos he tried to save the universe (laughs) oh you're a thanos sympathizer that's right yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go yeah i'm a thanos uh yeah for sure so i uh no for real my favorite part was when my favorite part was when Thor came back and he had, uh, what's the name of the hammer? Um, Fraud, what's the name of the hammer? Stormbreaker. My favorite scene is uh, <laughs> so t- when Peter Parker met Dr. Strange. Oh, oh we're God. using our fake names. Yeah, I'm Dr. Strange. We're using our oh, made up names. Oh, we're using our, our made up names. Oh, no. Favorite scene, hands down, is where Captain America catches. No, the- man, that's in the that's, second that's one. The no, it's one. not. Yes, it is. Is it in the second yeah. one? Hold on. When he catches the I don't what? think when he when he comes back. Okay. Vision and mm-hmm. Scarlet and Wanda. Uh-huh. Right. And wherever what country are they in when they're hiding out and then the um Vision and her they hit out in Scotland at first, I believe. That yes, it's oh. right. And he's like on the train station? Yes. In the shadows. And what does he catch? So he catches the staff. The, he, he, he catches the staff, like the spear, oh, okay. the, you know, like he's in the shadows and he catches it. And gotcha. he doesn't even have his outfit on. And, but he's got the beard. He's yeah. got, I can't even, I can't think of, you know, they're all fighting. And then, you know, Vision's hurt. I'm watching it right now. I can't think mm-hmm. of what her name is, that villain, but she throws it and he catches it. Oh, okay. And then the music starts. Gotcha. That's like mm-hmm. the very, that's the first act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, remember okay, when I did that can... game with Chris on the episode we talked Much about more. Marvel and I did the, the bad descriptions of the movies? Yeah, that was fun. So I don't know if you guys remember the bad description of this movie. It's kind of a poor one, but the bad description of this movie is a man ends world hunger with his rock collection. That was good. That's good. I mean, that definitely matches it. Yeah. And you and you you think he was correct. I mean, some people got to make hard choices. So, you know, right? breaks some eggs and make an omelet. 
Exactly. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club, where between October 17th and 30th, we'll be watching the Disney Plus Halloween special, Muppets Haunted Mansion. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D Plus Club with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. So we're going to be doing a giveaway here for our Patreon members. We're going to be giving away an Alex Saviak signed comic book and a Jeff Whiting signed comic book. Nice. Yep. So I'm going to share my screen. You throw those images in a Discord so they know what their chance of winning? No. They'll get it. <laughs> they, they can see it when they get it. Now, I'll, t- I'll take a picture and send it later. I'll send it to them, whoever wins. Okay. Um, so let's see here. Can you guys see my screen or no? Yes. Okay. It's been. Oh, I can't wait. So which one's this for? This one's for Alex Saviak. Okay. For Alex. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Scott, Scott, good old Scott, who is our Patreon member. He's going to go ahead and win. And he also uh, works for us, I guess. I don't know. So we got Scott. <laughs> He's not on that board very often, so that's a, that's a hard win right there. That, w- that was a hard win. So we got another one. Might be funny if it lands on Scott. And this is going to be for uh, Jeff Whiting comic. Ooh, Adam. Adam. Nice. That's cool. Another hard one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's hard. Cool. Okay. So congratulations, guys. So we have Nick with Sam Piper Travels. How are you doing today, Nick? It's Sam Piper Vacations. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you work You know, there? the company that you uh, yeah. work for? Remember that review you just got? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I have it right here, too. So here we have Nick with Sam Piper Vacations. 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 How are you doing yes. today, Nick? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> We haven't had you on in a while. That's, I just forgot. I've been very busy. Um, I think last time I kind of spoke to you guys, I was just switching out of my previous career and moving into the travel agency full time. So I've been kind of getting settled into that as well as obviously doing some traveling as well, too. So and what have you been up to? Like, what, uh, where have you been traveling to? My last trip was on the Disney Wish. We went on a back-to-back sailing on there. Um, so we did seven nights, essentially, on the Disney Wish. Uh, normally, it sails three nights and four-night sailings. Um, so we decided that was way too short to do four nights. So we stayed on and did seven. So it was pretty awesome to experience the entire ship this time, since I went back in July as um, an invited guest uh, for that to kind of experience the ship. So this time, it was really cool to be able to experience it as a paying guest. So. That's cool. And, that's cool. That's awesome. And you felt like there were already some positive improvements from what yeah. you saw before? Yeah, we definitely saw saw some changes. Um, we even saw changes happen literally between the two sailings, too, that they went from um, crew members were required to wear masks during the first sailing. And then as soon as the second sailing started, they were allowed to get rid of their mask. Um, so it's pretty awesome to see that COVID uh, policies are essentially getting more and more lightened up. So it's pretty much back to normal um, as far as the cruise industry goes. So, but other than that, yeah, we did see some changes. The menus changed very slightly. Some of the food options have gotten better. Um, they're just getting a lot of good feedback. And um, I love that Disney actually listens to their guests and continues to move forward with it. Cool. So Definitely. hopefully everything will be perfect um, in a couple of weeks when I go with Steve, oh, yeah. one of our Patreon members. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be it'll be a really good time for you guys. So got another uh, another trip plans coming up in December. I decided to just um, take my daughter this time. My husband works retail, so it's hard for him to get away. So we are going to be headed out west to Disneyland. So hearing you guys talking about Disneyland and the overlays, I'm super excited to be there around the Christmas holiday season to kind of see what their overlays look like. Because I've never experienced um, Disneyland with overlays. I've seen Disney World at uh, the holiday time. So. so you haven't done Haunted Mansion holiday. We did. Um, we did it during Halloween time. Oh, um, okay. When my husband, Sean, and I got married, it was in September uh, 2014. And it was during when they had their Halloween party at Disneyland Park. Um, so I remember doing that and seeing the um, Haunted Mansion overlay, which is incredible. It makes Haunted Mansion it not look sad, but it just it gives it a whole different perspective on the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. 
So Nick, do you have any travel updates for us? What are some good deals out there? Um, as I continue to say, cruise the cruise industry just keeps offering amazing, amazing deals. Um, looking ahead into 2023, a lot of people are starting to plan those spring break vacations. Um, Disney is actually booking up pretty quickly at Disney World. Um, I think a lot of these school groups are starting to return back, the dance groups. So you see those value resorts booking up if you've um, been paying any attention to those prices. But super exciting news today is that fans Fantasmic is returning to Hollywood Studios as of November 3rd. So I'm super excited to see that show again. Yeah, it's exciting. It's going to be very uh, packed for a while over there. That's, that's what we were just talking about. I have some clients traveling during that time, and I'm just preparing my clients to let them know that it's going to be very busy. I have a feeling a lot of the bloggers will be out recording it because they did some changes and updates to the show. Um, but on top of it, it's just going to be a lot of excitement with the locals and people that are just huge fans of Fantasmic. So talking about uh, you know booking trips, I recently, recently booked a trip for a family, and I would like to read my review. Um, if that's okay with you guys, I guess let's <laughs> let's uh, feed into Joe's ego here. Okay, so uh, we I booked a family at Disney Pop Disney's Pop Century Resort. Nice, and this is a rule that she. I'm gonna read two of them. I have a um, question. So, did you send yeah. them a link to our episode of Pop Century? I 100 percent mm, did. Nice, good. Yeah, 100 percent did. So, Disney's Pop Century Resort was a perf- was perfect for our family vacation. It is considered a budget resort, but the service and amenities are all top notch. It is just the right setting for a family with a variety of ages, as there's so much to do. To be honest, we had just as much fun hanging out at the resort as we did at Magic Kingdom. The Magic Kingdom was of course magical it's been over 20 years since my last visit and while there have been many changes they all lend to a positive experience we were especially pleased with the disability accommodations available to us um and then also she reached out to me and um, she sent me a whole bunch of pictures and there's a whole bunch of pictures also on this review that she left on uh, sandpiper for sandpiper uh but she also sent me an email she sent me a bunch of pictures and she was saying that uh i'm just gonna read it hold on one second it's always awesome getting reviews and at least seeing pictures of your clients traveling i love um seeing that magic that we help create for our clients as well too when they're good reviews it's always nice (laughs) when they're good reviews well we've mentioned before about like you know the memories um that we share or or we know we give the history and it really kind of brings out these memories for our listeners right and i like hearing all the different memories that you know our show kind of brings out because that's one of the reasons why we created this show right life is hard it's nice to kind of take a break and kind of remember those fun times right um but this is uh, something that she posted uh, trip to the magic kingdom should be magical and it was all that and then some the best part was seeing the absolute joy of the of her granddaughters their faces every minute was sheer delight for them they waved at every character animatronic as well as live as though they were best friends uh, one of her granddaughters summed it up am i dreaming or did i just meet a princess and she says it still makes her cry like you Aww. know just the so you know that this really kind of touched my um heart that you know i just want to get people to kind of experience these and make memories with their family because you know um it's it's important so that's one to share that i thought that was cool nice good job anything else you want to add nick just in closing um if you are looking to book a vacation definitely reach out to joe jen or myself at sanepeppervacations.com it does not cost anything for you guys to book a vacation the commission is actually built into the price so if you book it directly through disney or book it through a travel agent you're basically paying for a travel agent no matter what so definitely reach out to us we'll be glad to book that trip for you and take really good care of you and create some magical memories you know one of the things that i always try to to touch on with people when they're thinking about travel agents is it's very easy to get on and to um, go ahead and pull the trigger and book that vacation yourself online. But where your travel agent comes into play and where they help you is, like you said, that expertise. But when something goes wrong, when you need to make a change on something, when you have a travel agent, they take care of that for you. And that's really nice. Yeah, especially like last week, I had three different clients visiting Epcot on the same day and trying to get them all a virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy and actually managing to get virtual queues for my groups. Uh, it's, it's a huge win for them that they can sleep in. Let me take care of all the work. Wow, that's cool. This Week in Disney. Alex, what did you do this week in Disney? Okay, so I did not do that much this week in Disney. I tried, guys, guys, I tried 
watching Moon Knight. Okay. Okay. I tried watching Moon Knight. I am currently on episode three. I just keep falling asleep. It's so slow. Took me forever to get through the first episode. Took me forever to get through the second episode. I'm on the third episode of Moon Knight, and it's just taking me forever to get through it. Hawkeye, I devoured in two days. But Moon Knight, I cannot get... I'm I'm on the third episode trying to get through it. Then I have a question for the chat. Was there a new She-Hulk this last Wednesday? Was the season finale this last Wednesday, or was the season finale last Wednesday? Because they were talking about She-Hulk earlier, as if it just happened. last week. It was last Wednesday? Mm Mm-hmm. Like the one that not okay, so it wasn't today. Okay. Never mind. So I did see the finale of She Hulk. So that doesn't matter. Anyways, so yeah, I'm trying to watch Moon Knight. I'm trying to get through it. And then Moon Knight, we're gonna I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna try to keep I'm gonna work through it. So far, not loving it. But I'm only a third episode. Do you remember any like because you're, you're falling asleep, do you remember anything that oh, yeah, has, that's I, happening in it? I always go back and rewatch what I last remember seeing. <laughs> so I don't okay. just pick up. I don't because you know, I just don't pick up where I fell asleep at. But I am mm-hmm. looking forward to watching the werewolf movie, the 50 minute short film or short movie, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death by Midnight is that what it was called. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait to watch it. Have you guys watched that yet? I have that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm looking forward to watching that. See how I, I like it. Okay. Anything else? That is it. Okay, how about you, Jen? I don't think I did anything in the world of Disney this week. I was okay. going back and I was trying to think. And I think that I just have had such a crazy week that I did not have the opportunity. Okay. Well, uh, I missed last week. I did a couple things. Um, of course, we went. I was hanging out with Jen and her family over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. We had a good time. Did you? Uh, I found. Yeah, it was Not really fun. Jen. <laughs> Jen, you didn't have fun. No, of course I had fun. I remember, she didn't mention oh. you. I know she didn't mention me. I don't oh know why, gosh. Alex. Edited... Uh, but I found out about that soup. That was really good. I got to try two new drinks. There's like two like Halloween drinks I got to try. Oh, really? It was really good. It was like an apple apple one that was really good, and there was mm-hmm. like a. A blackberry um, witch's brew that was really good. Um, also, we went Disney fishing, and that was a blast. I definitely want to do that again. We got we went fishing in Bay at Bay Lake. Yes, I uh, got a couple pictures of like the contemporary in the background, and it was just a lot of fun. I uh, caught like fifteen fish. They were, they, I would say a quarter of them were pretty big. We didn't. They, they were they were a lot bigger fish out there, but we didn't catch like the biggest ones. But we caught we caught big fish, and it was definitely worth it for sure. Uh, and it was just a blast. We had such a good time. It was four hours, like a hundred bucks a person. It was good. I definitely recommend it. Um, and I baited my own hook and unhooked my fish. Right. Wow. But there was a Disney guy there that would do that all for you. So if you don't like touching fish, if you don't like touching bait, like the guy, like the the captain, I guess, or whatever, the Disney person will do all of that for you. So it's it's cool. So next week on the Diz His, tune in for Halloween Town, the movie which was originally written as a more mature movie, not for the kids. That's pretty interesting. That's the His on Oogie Boogie Bash. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical legacy. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.